Well, appreciate you guys being here. I'm just so thankful for the warmth inside. I, if you're like me, I just love hearing the furnace kick on. So, <laughs> wow. Anyway, so, you know, I've enjoyed studying uh, this uh, for this message. We're, we're doing a series on, um, on God's grace and his favor in our life. And we forget, and we looked at last week, he doesn't bless us because of who we are. He blesses us because he sees his son, Jesus Christ, through us and believing in him. And that's where we, see, we receive his grace. And because of that, we receive his favor, which is actually blessings. And we're going to look at the greatest blessing, I believe, that we received or can receive today and what the Bible says about it. So, and, and, you know, and how, how does that actually work? I always leave here every Sunday, and, and this is one of the things I always think about. Did I get it across enough in the message to where you guys can apply it every day? And that's, that's so important to me, and that's what we're going to look at. Let's pray. Father, we're just so grateful for your word. We thank you, Jesus, Lord, on this day, even being called out just so many that, Lord, they chose to worship you as been led us in worship already, Lord. And and now to hear from you on this first day of the week when you rose from the grave that we start our week out this way. I believe already that you have blessed them because they chose to start their week out with you. Lord, may we look to your word today as we continue this series on the favor that you've given us by your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I want us to look at a passage of scripture, and, and I want you to look at it in this way. When, when you read it and we see it on the screen or, or you read it, this is only for believers. Sometimes that we forget when we're reading this, which so opens up to us, that God uses his word to knock on the hearts of those that don't believe. And he comes alongside and he takes his word. And so hopefully those will believe in him. But you and I as believers, <clears throat> it goes so much further that we open up. And everything that you and I need for today, tomorrow, and this week, he's going to give you by his word. How does that happen? It happens by the passage that we're going to look at and how that it works. And you and I as believers and those in the world that are believers only have this in this verse. And let's look at it. In, in uh, Corinthians, we're going to look at chapter, or 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And, and we're going to look at verse 16. Just that one verse, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And how, how, how does this work when, when, us, when we receive God's blessing in our life. How does that begin to work? 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Wherever you're at today, God is telling you as you've walked through this door, what you're going through, don't lose heart. He gives you a promise in this verse. Even though our outward man is perishing... To us as believers, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. You know, you can't relate with this unless you start, unless you're getting older. But uh, isn't it amazing <clears throat> as you get older, much longer it takes you to get out of bed? <laughs> now, I never could relate with that. 
Man, it's just like he's sitting. You know, my bed, I don't even have it up. I got it on the floor, you know, because of my knees. So I could just swing around and just put my feet right on the floor. And, you know, you kind of, if anybody sees you, you're hobbling, you know, in the morning and getting around. And you, your body is just, it's not made to last forever. I, we want it to, you know, as I told you before, I've used this uh, illustration, like, you know, just I look at the, in, in the weight room or working out and I just look at the weights. <laughs> Boy, I had a good workout today, you know. I leave. <laughs> but it's just like, what happened? You used to throw them around and throw them down and, you know, get a good workout. As much as we'd like it to be, as great as, we, as the world has today, all of us, what we can learn about diet and working out and how important that is, there's still nothing that we can do. Now, the world is trying to get to where we can live forever, and we know that that's just not, well, that's a whole message in itself when it comes to the end times, but we're not going to. But you and I have a promise. We have a promise as believers, as we live in this life, even as, as we start to fade in this body, the promise here today, the second you ask Jesus Christ in your life, right then, Holy Spirit comes into your life. Never, never, never. It can be quenched. It can be grieved. But always can be renewed. In other words, you are giving something inside of you through the power of Jesus that, look at it this way. As a believer, if you're trying to do, and we all mess up from time to time, if you're actually trying to do what the Lord wants you to do, the way God's blessing works in our life is that he's actually going to renew you and renew me every day. In other words, as your body does fade, you actually have the promise, the Holy Spirit's within you, that you are actually going to be, as you were here, if you were here last week, you're going to be stronger, and you're stronger today than you were last week. I don't think that we recognize that enough. We don't think about that. The blessing and how that God's going to do whatever he's going to do in your life as far as favor, it's already in there. The Holy Spirit is given to you, and he wants to bless your life, and he's telling us a promise right at the beginning here. The promise that he gives you and I is he says, I'm going to, re you're going to be newer next week than you are this week. How does this all come together? Well, let's see. Look at the next passage. God tells us in James, the book of James chapter 1, and you've probably heard this before, but we're going to look at the verse that follows it also. The couple verses in James chapter 1, verses 5 through 8. What's the blessing that we receive by having the Holy Spirit? How are we actually, you say, Dallas, how, how do we get renewed every day? How's that happen? How do I get stronger and, and can see life and, and be a better parent or a better husband or wife or know what to do at work or what's the next job I'm supposed to take or how does this all come together in our health situations and I don't know what to do. The Lord is going to strengthen you by the inner person through Jesus this is how. James chapter 1, verses 5 through 8. 
If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally without reproach. In other words, he's just going to give it to you as a child of God. It will be given to him. But, but the prerequisite is this. This is what he says has to happen. If you want to receive wisdom and you want to know what to do in your life, whatever that might be right now, he says you have to do this one thing. This is what he says. Let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. What does the Lord tell us about prayer? It's so important. He wants to know that we mean business. So he tells us in, in, I believe it's Matthew 7, 7, that keep knocking, keep asking, keep believing. Don't give up. Keep knocking, keep asking, keep believing, keep doing it over and over and over again. If you're not sure what to do in your life, God says, I will give you wisdom. I will show you exactly what you need to do right now in your life. He tells us that. You, you mean right now? No, I don't mean right now, but I mean what I mean by that is he's going to put it within you to where you're going to have the peace enough to know what to do. You might not have the answer today, but he says, I'm going to give you wisdom on how to work through this, but you got to have this one thing. Here's how it is. How many of, you know, we, I brought messages on, 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 on wisdom before, and, and how many of us have said, okay, you know, I'm going to ask the Lord for wisdom. And we ask a couple times, and, and I'm not getting down on you at all, or me, or myself, or what we do, but we'll ask a couple times, and you know what we do? We're going to figure it out our own way. That's what we do. I think if I try this or I do that or this, you know, by faith. The Lord tells us today, if you want to know what you've got to do in your relationships, in your situations, decisions that you're going to make this week, you don't know right now that you're going to have to make. How are you going to be able to do that? The Lord says, by faith. There's another verse in the Bible in Hebrews that tells us when you ask in faith, he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So the key for your understanding today, not to be double-minded or unstable. In other words, you go back and forth. Well, I'm going to try it my way. Lord, I'm going to ask you again. I'm going to try it my way. No, Lord, I'm... And we find ourselves on the cycle where we go back and forth and we end up not really very far. Instead, the Lord's saying, if you just ask me for wisdom and you keep asking me, in other words, here's how it is. The Lord is going to show you the next step that you need today, whatever it is. Now, he might not show you exactly what's going to happen a year down the road, but the miracle today is by faith, if you continue to ask him, Again and again and again. It, I, know it's, I know it's hard when I say this, but it might be years to where it opens up. When the Lord opens the door, no man can shut it. So whatever the Lord has for you, the door's open. All you and I have to do is believe that right now he's teaching us something to take us down the way. And as we do that, wisdom is going to be gained. I want you to look at your life as a span, as a complete life. There are some times in your life that you might go through some things that you don't understand. You might be in a desert right now. Well, maybe five years ago, 
you were unbelievably blessed by your job. And all of a sudden, with our, with our crazy uh, world we live in today, the way jobs are being phased out and all the different things that are happening, that went away. Is the Lord still our Heavenly Father? Is he going to give us wisdom? Is he going to help us to get through whatever we're going through? Absolutely. Are you any different being his child today? No. Is he going to bless then? Absolutely. You just went through that period of time. Now it's just a season. He's going to look at your whole life, and I'm going to tell you this right now. When you're able to look back on your life and the Lord gives you a life to live and whatever age you look back and you're dying and you, you say to yourself, as much as you were able to, you were faithful to the Lord. You're going to be able to look back on you and say, you know, I went through this, I went through that, but it's amazing how the Lord brought it all together and here I am and I'm so thankful what the Lord did in my life. Why? Because he's the one that gave you the wisdom. What happens is this. When, when you're going through great times, I want you to look at it this way for the hard times. Those great times become a reservoir. It's a reservoir within you. And that reservoir continues to get built up for times that are going to be difficult. We don't like that, but I'm here to tell you that's just life. But as you go through that, You have the reservoir of how, well, man, the Lord blessed me here, and he's done this, and he's done that. You know what? This is just a season. Lord, I don't understand why I'm going through this. I can't figure this out, but will you give me the wisdom? Will you show me what I need to do? And he will. But you got to keep asking. That's the key. As we get back here next week, I'll ask you that question. Because some of you, I, I bet some of you don't even remember who won the Super Bowl four years ago. I bet you, I don't. I don't know who won the Super Bowl four years ago. Now, that, that's, that's human nature, okay? You probably don't remember what you had to eat three nights ago. Where's the deal? Well, we forget so easy. So I'm, you know what I feel sometimes my, the ports of my job, it's just to remind you. It's to remind you who Jesus is in your life, what he can do. I'm here to tell you today that you're going to be blessed. Even in seasons where it's dry, you're going to be blessed. And he's going to give you the wisdom as he blesses. You go through dry times, difficult times. You're going to get on the other side of that. Why as parents do we let our kids fall sometimes and do things like Because that? we want them to experience this part of life. In many ways, do they have a good life? Do we try and have them have a good life? Absolutely. But we also let them fall a little bit because we know that that strengthens them. I always say this, and I believe this. The longer the season that you go through is difficult, the greater the blessing. Why is that? You've heard me say this so many times before. Guys I know that have been so much more gifted than me to pastor, start church, write books, do everything I can tell you in ministry, so much more gifted than me, and they've done it, and they've achieved great things. Really, it was just like, bam, they start ministry, they were able to do this, they were able to do that, it all come together, and something, and they just fell. Why? 
Well, everything came so easy to them. They began to rely on their own giftedness instead of the wisdom of God to protect them, to get them through. So I want you to know right now that difficult season maybe you're in right now, you're going to get out of it. And I want you to know that the longer the season, get this, the longer the season and you ask the Lord for wisdom, the longer the season, the greater the blessing. The Lord wants to bless you and I so much that he knows this human nature forgets so easy. How many times have I gotten together with people in my 39 years of ministry through so much adversity that they have been through? And then the Lord so blesses them. And I look around like, where are they? They quit coming to church. They quit doing. What happened? And then something happens down the road that they stumble. I want you to look at that today. Just ask the Lord for wisdom where you're at right now. Because he is going to get you through. And the only reason that you're going through it more difficulty right now is because he's going to bless you in a greater way. He doesn't want you to fall because the temptations are so great in this world. He wants to strengthen you through those difficult times. Let's look at one more verse today. Let's look at a book of Proverbs, really the book of wisdom in the Bible. Proverbs, we're going to look at Proverbs uh, chapter 10, but there's a great passage in the beginning of Proverbs. It says more than anything else in life, wisdom is the principal thing. In other words, if you and I gain wisdom, that you will be protected and blessed and have peace in every area of your life. It's the, it's the principal thing when it comes to being a believer. Wisdom, your, how it all works in the blessings of the Lord is you gaining wisdom. And how we gain wisdom, it's not something that we have to work at. We ask the Lord, don't stop. Continue to ask him. He is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Don't stop asking today. Proverbs chapter 10, in verse, uh, I think we're going to look at verse 21 first. We'll look at verse 21 and 22, but verse 21, the lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of wisdom. Let me read it again. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for the lack of wisdom. I believe the world that you and I live in today is, by, as God's word says, God is not the author of confusion. It is more confused than we've ever seen before. Let me give you an example. There was a powerlifting meet last week, and it was a, a woman's powerlifting meet. And, and I'm not making fun of this person when I say this. You know, that's not what I do. But there was a man who now said that he was a woman who wanted to compete in the powerlifting meet. Now, we all know common sense says any man 
is stronger than any woman. But now that he defines himself as a woman, he actually wants to compete. And I think they're bringing a lawsuit. I think all kinds of people are with him. And all these different things are going on. I'm going, really? I'm going, what, what are we living in? What has happened? What has happened to our society? I'll tell you what's happened. That's just one small example. I could give you many. What's happened in our society, and, and they denied him actually to, to do this, so now I think that's why they're in trouble, because they say it's just not fair. But he's still not stopping that because he says that he's now a woman and he wants to compete in the powerlifting. And there's even some people, I think, in Congress that are siding with him and, and everything. It's like, what? I believe this with all my heart. Why is there so much confusion? God is not the author of confusion. Then who is? The devil. It's just very simple. You, as it says in that verse, the lips of the righteous will feed many. Why is that today? Because we as a society have so walked away from believing what this is. And the more we walk away of believing the truth of God's word, the more confused society gets. I don't know what we're going to see in years to come. Why? Because people have walked away from the Lord in our society. But I'll tell you this, the Lord will use you because of the wisdom that he's given you to help your kids, to help your grandkids, to give them wisdom that you can impart in them because they're living in this world. I mean, they have to go to school in the midst of all this stuff. And you're able to pray with them and they come and ask you questions and you're able to actually give them insight that's so powerful because you are imparting to them truth. And as you impart to them truth, they know it's real because of the Holy Spirit that's in you. They feel it. They know it. And more today than ever because we know the society that we live in. So let me close with this last verse. In verse 22, the blessings of the Lord makes one rich. Now get this. And he adds no sorrow with it. Always amazes me when, uh, when we see, you know, you know, the lottery's like, let's say it's 50 million, but all of a sudden it goes 100 million, 200 million, and, you know, 300 million it's been to before. And more people, you know, I'll be in, in the line, you know, at the gas station, and more people buy tickets than ever the higher that it goes. You know, and I'll run into people, I know, well, I'll say, I, you know, I just buy one ticket. I mean, you know, we'll just say, no, it's just 300, you know, where? I'm just going to try it, you know? Why, why do people do that so much? Why has this happened so much in society? Because we flipped it. We flipped it. We've so gotten away from everything in society that all that we see in this world is what brings happiness. Didn't they have a show one time, I believe, on, uh, 
it was A&E or one of those channels that what happened to people after they won millions of dollars in the lottery? It talked about the complications in their life. First of all, they had to move because everybody was so jealous of them. That's the first thing they, that's the first thing they had to do. And then it went on and on. Then there were lawsuits out. And then, and then the family splits apart. And then this happens to this person and that person. Now, is anything wrong with money? Absolutely not. It's the love of money. That's where it, I was always said this. Someone can be a, a millionaire and someone can be just worth thousands. And a person who's worth thousands could be more greedy than a millionaire. Because where's their motive? Where's their heart? So what am I saying to you when I close? Do you know that that is a promise there, a financial blessing? I don't talk about that enough, I guess, because we hear so much of it in television evangelists, and I kind of careful that. But the Lord does want to bless us financially. But the way that he does it for you and for me, let me read it again. The blessings of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. How many times, and I've done this for years, Forbes will have the richest whatever, top 100, depending on billionaires or whatever it might be, or millionaires, 400, 500, and you can read that. And then it has a, it has a short bio of them personally. And it's unbelievable what some of them have sacrificed and gone through, you know, with their families. Destruction. All because they've been able to achieve what everybody else in life once, but they've gotten there. They're not happy. A friend of mine I was with this week and uh, very successful and Lord's blessed him and he was telling me he had an opportunity to go out with, with someone that if I told you who they were, you would know who they were. Unbelievably successful, worth millions and millions of dollars. And he was with this person, he being a believer, <clears throat> and was able to share his testimony with this person on a hunting trip. And as they were out, his brother said to the person that I know, he said, you know, I, I believe that you saved my brother's life by what you were able to tell him because he didn't want to live anymore. He achieved everything in this life. He's worth millions of dollars. See, if we get it any other way, I'm here to tell you today, it's messed up. But when you are patient enough to ask the Lord for wisdom, that he will give you a way in life that you will look back and you'll see, man, the Lord's so good. He's watched over me in every way. And on your deathbed or when the Lord has taken you home, you say, Lord, I don't deserve what you've given me, but... It's the blessings of the Lord that makes one rich. And how do you and I get through this life? How does that all work, God's favor on our life? Wisdom. Asking again and again and again. And when you do, your kids, your grandkids, coworkers, they'll all come to you because your light shines so much. I say, how do you... Just like that buddy of mine, how, how, how do you get through life like this? And you're able to share with them the hope that is within you. And as we begin today, the hope that you and I have, 
even though this body's fading away, you're stronger, you're newer, you're wiser. That's how God works. And he's going to bless your life. And if you're going through adversity today, ask the Lord for wisdom. Don't stop. And as you continue to do that, he will show you the next step and the next step and the next step. And you know all that time, you know what the greatest thing is? You can relax. Because in Revelation 3, the Lord says, when he opens the door, it's always open. So whether you get there tomorrow, next year, or three years from now, he's just teaching you and I along the way. He's imparting wisdom to you, and he so wants to bless your life that just this adversity that you're going through, it's also just like the pastors that I've known all these years that you've heard me say before. They took for granted the blessings of the Lord, and they fell. No, that adversity right now is protecting you. And know that Jesus is going to bless you. The blessings of the Lord makes one rich. And the way that it happens is we just keep asking him for wisdom. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today. I hope you'll do that. I hope you'll do that even right now. You can do it right now as a believer where you sit, Lord, in my relationships, in our finances. You might be just living in fear for some reason. I don't, I don't know what it is. But you can say, Lord, I, I need your wisdom right now. And tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And the Lord says he rewards those who diligently seek him. Will you do that? Don't stop. Don't stop. I'm telling you, he's going to come through. And all the way along through this, all the way along as you go through this journey in life, he will give you wisdom. In other words, your path, the scripture also says in Proverbs, your path will be smooth. Even in the midst of the desert, your path will be smooth. That's who Jesus is in our life. Our inward person through the power of the Holy Spirit is stronger every day. Father, we thank you today. Lord, the answers that we need in this crazy world that we live in of chaos, we can live in calm because we continue to know the way everything works is if we just ask you for wisdom and you'll bring all of our life together. And you'll give us as much as we need. We can just keep asking and asking all the days of our life. And, and you'll continue to, to give us that wisdom. Lord, may we, if I can say this, Jesus, may we take advantage of that blessing of just continue to ask you for wisdom. And you will reward our life. We won't fear. We'll know what to do next. We'll be strong in the midst of adversity because we have hope. Father, if there's someone here today or watching on YouTube that doesn't have hope, Jesus, may they know that we always give an opportunity. They can come right now, Lord, as we give an invitation. Ben leads us in a minute. Or even on YouTube, they can pray Jesus and they can ask you into their heart to forgive them for all of their sins, and you will. Jesus, we thank you for who you are. 
Lord, we thank you as we go to you and we trust you. We know you're going to come through. Lord, if there's those today that need to make that decision as Ben leads us right now, Lord, we ask you, may they come forward and I can show them the way to heaven through you, Jesus. In your name we ask it. Amen.